Hi Joe, it's old Spike Pit here man and um, thanks for your best wishes regarding Concrete Cow. I was there at the weekend and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Didn't see any anchorites there, a couple of other podcasters but it was pretty quiet for for that event. Normally a few more people there, it's by no means anything other than a small con, more or less a gathering of friends really. But there's normally a lot of cooler Cthulhu going on, a little bit less this time, and I didn't actually uh, play any Cthulhu. I played Monster of the Week, and I played a game by Simon Burley. He's the guy who created Golden Heroes back in the 80s. I really enjoyed your episode, your online foray into Call of Cthulhu, and uh, look forward to hearing maybe some more stuff like that from you. Take care, bro. What's up, everybody? My name's Joe Richter. This is another episode of Hindsightless, so let's get into it. Well, that was Mr. Colin Spike Pit Green we heard there at the beginning of the episode, letting us know about his trip to uh, Concrete Cow. And Colin, I am super glad you were able to make it and really, really excited that you had fun. Uh, you mentioned that there was some Call of Cthulhu and some other podcasts there. Did you happen to meet any of the dudes from uh, the Good Friends of Jackson Elias, that podcast? I love that show. I think it's fantastic. I don't get to play nearly enough Cthulhu, so that show really helps to satiate that need I have for some eldritch horrors in my life. But anyway, man, uh, I'm just glad you called in and let us know how it went. I'm, you know, I'm a little bummed that... None of the other anchorites were there that none of you all were able to get together. But, you know, someday soon that'll happen and it'll be a magical, magical experience. But anyway, folks, this looks like it's another episode brought to you by you. I'm going to be responding to a whole slew of call-ins that I haven't gotten to because I've been remiss in my duties. So I apologize, but I definitely want to get to these so let's get into it, and I think the first call-in we have is from our buddy Jason, who just started his own podcast, his own brand new show, so you all should check that out. It's called uh, Nerd Variety RPG Cast. I think that's it. I think I got it. All right, so let's hear from Jason. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Just want to apologize for making you lose your sponsors and for the um, all the political calls you're getting. Here, here's somebody else that can explain how I feel better than I can. Officer, it is your duty to take me in. Please, purge me. I'm ashamed of myself. I should be arrested. I should be purged. I should be flogged. I don't deserve to walk amongst the Anyhow, I am sorry if I caused debate. I really do enjoy your show, and I didn't mean to cause any issues. So keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you later. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Thank you so much for the kind words. Um, I'm also plugging in the podcast. But I also wanted to say thank you, I guess, for um, the last episode of your podcast. No, I, that's cool. And and I definitely don't want to drag it out and make your podcast political. Um, I appreciate you giving me a chance to, or, you know, you putting all my thoughts out there and not cutting them up and present me in a bad light. Um, and I appreciate your opinions on the subject and I don't know that we're that far apart. I, I I realize you don't 
see that. But I think in the end, we want the same thing. We want this stupid stuff to stop. And, you know, I, I don't know that we're, you know, diametrically opposed on this by any means. But anyway, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I look forward to talking again soon. Take care. What up, Jason, dude? Yeah, man, don't worry about you being at all responsible for me not having a sponsor anymore. You really had nothing to do with it. I think it has a lot more to do with me not having a lot of people listen to this show or me swearing on this show or me talking about sex on this show. So, yeah, dude, really, you didn't have anything to do with it. I really appreciate your concern, though. That's super nice, and I hope you're having a rad day, dude. All right, well, let's hear uh, let's hear from the next one, the next call-in. And I believe it's going to be a few messages from the wonderful Liren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. Hey, Joe, it's Liren. Hold on, man. You cook for your gaming group? Oh, I definitely live on the wrong coast. <laughs> you know what? When we get our new house, I am really hoping to put together some kind of game group that comes to our house and I have no doubt that I will want to do the same. Although my idea of cooking will probably be more like cutting up snack stuff. But anyway, maybe when we get there, I will touch base with you about some recipes. All right, back to the episode. Well, it was supposed to be two messages from Liren, but Anchor took it upon itself to delete one of them. So thanks, Anchor. This has been a super frustrating episode to get out. This is the third time I've recorded a bunch of stuff. But anyway, Liren, that's not your fault. Uh, and yes, I do cook for my group. And while I don't do it every week, I do it most weeks. And it's I love it. It's just... I consider it part of my game prep. I, you know, really enjoy it from going to the grocery store to actually cooking the food. It's just something I've just, you know, always done. I've always cooked pretty much my whole life. And as far as like what I make, I tend towards things that are easy to serve large groups. So, you know, I'll make a big batch of chicken tacos or a big thing of beefaroni or lasagna or some other type of pasta. Though if I do make pasta, I never use uh, spaghetti or any of the long noodles because I hate it when people slurp their noodles, man. I just don't like it. So it's always penne or rigatoni or something like that. Um, but yeah, so just just kind of foods that are easy to serve yourself, easy to feed a large group and relatively inexpensive to make. I also make a pretty good like red chicken curry dish that turns out pretty well. Although for whatever reason, I don't know how to make rice. Yeah, I've been cooking for probably 35 years now or so, and I cannot make a decent pot of rice. I don't know why I've tried all the tricks and I just, <laughs> I never get it right. But anyway, I'm sorry that your other message got deleted. There are uh, several Call of Cthulhu scenarios specifically specifically designed for one keeper and one investigator. And pretty much just any game you could play one-on-one -on -one, as long as you have that proper right relationship between the game master and the player. I got super lucky, so it worked out and it was amazing. And, you know, that's what it's all about. If you, I don't think just any two people can sit down and play a one-on-one -on -one game together. I don't think most people could sit down and play a one-on-one -on -one game together. It just takes that right chemistry. But it, when it happens, it's awesome. So I highly recommend it. If you ever get a shot, 
give it a chance and I bet you'll like it. All right, well, I hope you're having a good one, Laren, and I will talk to you soon. So this is where I'd be responding to Spencer's voicemail. Uh, Spencer from Keep Off the Borderlands. He left me a nice voice message about, uh, it was titled Diminishing Returns, and it was about the only remakes that he thought that he could think of that were pretty decent were remakes of a remake, uh, the Planet of the Apes and the Godzilla franchises. And so, yeah, again, I'm having to re-record this. So what I said to him was that I agree Although I never did get into the Planet of the Apes franchise, even the old ones or the new ones or the new, new ones. I just, I never could get into the swing of those things. And I just, I have a problem anytime a studio spends millions of dollars on a movie and then as much, if not more, on advertising and so many people are talking about what an amazing movie it's going to be. I really, really have no interest in seeing it. The more people that talk about how good something is, the less desire I have to experience it. Because in my opinion, whenever that many people like the same thing, it's because it's it's kind of bland. It's kind of blah. It's designed to please as many people as possible, which means it can't have too many rough edges. It's got to be as smooth as possible and yeah you know like i just i don't get into that stuff so that's enough for my weird philosophy and my weird mental state but anyway let me get back to more of these call-ins i got a few that i think i'm gonna end the episode with because like i said this has just been a pain in the ass this whole episode so thanks for sticking with me, y'all. But I got a few messages from Spike Pit to close out the show. And then I'll have a few things to say after that. And then we can get on our way. Joe, mate, really enjoyed your episode about uh, how you do your actual play, your wheel or woe. I've been listening to quite a few episodes of that now. Basically, where you started with your new would you call it chapter? No, series, season? Oh, goodness. <laughs> goodness. I've got not a clue, but uh, Pathfinder is quite a departure for me. I've, I've been playing in a Pathfinder 2 session lately, and uh, yeah, there is a lot of numbers. I can see where they got the idea of calling it Mathfinder. Uh, disrespectful, I know. Uh, but yeah, there is a lot of numbers. All good fun. And the the resources you mentioned, I think it was freesounds.org and, and then the other one, the music one. I need to listen back and, and get a note of that. But super helpful and really interesting, mate. Hey, Joe, I've got to tell you this little story quickly. I was listening to your Wheel or Woe episode the other day and I heard this kind of noise in the background. I thought it seems a bit, bit loud. And I've been on Audacity and sitting at my desk for hours last few days and I thought you know he could uh, get a bit of that noise reduction going on run it run it through audacity get some of that background noise out and then like an idiot <laughs> I realized it was just sort of um, sound effects for crickets or or whatever it is that lives on the plains where the adventurers are <laughs> I couldn't believe it oh <laughs> uh, mate that is a sign that you've spent too much time editing. 
Anyway, peace out. Later. I've got another one for you, Joe, as well. Sitting there on Audacity, listening to a recording I made of a session a couple of weeks back. We, we uh, rec- always record our face-to-face and then I uh, play them back and listen to them. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I can hear this like music uh, coming. I've got the headphones on, come through the headphones on. I don't remember. It sounds like there was a party in the neighbour's garden next door where we were playing. I thought, I don't remember that. Now I take my headphones off. And, of course, my wife, she's in the kitchen and she's she's having a party in there. But the funny thing was, I thought, well, normally I wouldn't hear that through my headphones. Then I realised, microphone, sat on my bench and I, I'm I'm wondering where it's come from. Music's come through the microphone. What an idiot. Total noob. Total noob. What's up, Colin? Dude, that's awesome that you've been listening. Uh, that just pumps me up so much. Yeah, we, we're on. We just started book two. Uh, last night, we actually just recorded book two, chapter one, verses nine through 11. So, yeah, um, nine and 10 comes out this coming Thursday, at least this Thursday here in the States. But, dude, that's rad that you've been playing Pathfinder 2. And I know that there are a lot of numbers in there, man, for sure. Like, we are all the PCs are ninth level, man. And we just ran a fight last night that had three, three bad guys, uh, the three NPC, or sorry, the three PCs and seven NPCs plus an airship. And, man, that it, woo! <laughs> we got through it, but that definitely took some work. Uh, but playing at high levels is pretty fun. And <laughs> your stories about hearing stuff in the background when you're listening to podcasts was awesome, man. Because literally, like the day before I got these messages from you, I was walking down the street listening to uh, Deep Percentile, and I heard this helicopter up in the sky. So I kind of look up to see if I could kind of clock where it was and then all of a sudden i realized when dave starts talking about it that it was on his end dude (laughs) and i then i got those messages from you and that oh man that was awesome dude so yeah let's uh let's hear one more from colin and then we can get out of here i think yeah joe man all's good in the hood but you're right I'm guilty as charged, but what what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to wean myself off of the acronyms a little bit. I think really because I've got this theory that there's there's a bit of jargon going on there. And if you take it to the extremes, it's almost like a little bit of gatekeeping without consciously gatekeeping. I mean, gatekeeping's a bit extreme, but you... You're you're in danger of excluding people that don't understand the acronyms. And uh, I play with a lot of beginners. And because I'm doing a podcast, I think I've become a little bit more aware of it because you never know who's listening. So when I'm in the company of my old budskis and we all know what's going on, yeah, I'll throw them around a bit liberally. But with newbies, I've got to be a bit more careful, I think. I totally get what you mean uh, about, you know, acronyms being a little gatekeeper-ish, especially for newbies. You know, once you get into the hobby, it's just kind of a time thing. It saves time to say AC instead of armor class and all that stuff. 
But yeah, I am absolutely on board with you, Colin, about the whole jargon thing. Jargon bugs me. I know I do it, um, but I really try not to. And it goes along with the whole labels thing. Like labels and jargon to me go hand in hand because neither one of them actually have any meaning. Like, you know, labels don't have a meaning because they mean something different to everyone. Jargon just means something different. You know, OSR doesn't mean anything. There's no such thing as the OSR because it means something different to everybody, you know? So there is no one thing that doesn't mean it doesn't like have a specific meaning to a specific person, but there's no consensus meaning. So ultimately like what, what is it with labels and jargon and acronyms, man? Like I absolutely get it. Like, when are you considered a grognard as opposed to a newbie? You know, how many years does it have to be? Is it a certain amount of days as well? Or does it break down to hours? Like, yeah, there. it's just, it's all relative. It's all subjective. And so it just, yeah, man, I just don't think they have any meaning. But anyway, dude, that's enough of me and my philosophies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a weird episode, but let me let me get out of here. Well, that was it, man. I finally got this episode out. It has taken me days and days and days and frustration and ex- oh, exasperation, but it's out, it's done, and I hope y'all made it through this far like sorry it took so long to get all these voice messages out sorry that there weren't some of the ones that were supposed to be in there and at this point you know i don't even know who's made it in who's made it out but thank you to everyone who called in thank you so much for listening i will catch you all next time and until then peace out peace out